You're listening to the Appetite for Construction podcast. I'm John Mason Brink. I'm here with my good buddy, Tim. Tim, how you doing this morning? Good morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, you know, Tim's uh, he's getting ready for his, uh, his German yeah, lessons because we have a very, very, very special guest. So let's get after it. from near Stuttgart, Germany. <laughs> I can't even believe we got him on, but he is Bruno Friedman. Bruno, how you doing? Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Guten Tag, hello aus Deutschland. Uh, yeah, yeah. What time is it there now? It's in the afternoon, um, huh? It's around 3, 3 p.m. Wow. Okay. Okay. So as we mentioned, we had a little talk before the we started recording, but you have been working for the same HVAC company for about 31 years, is that yes. right? Yes, yes, yes. So what do you do with what what do you do with the company? Um I'm there, I'm working as a service technician outside, um, commissioning um boilers and um industrial boilers, uh, commercial boilers, um uh, also uh, summertime uh, air conditioning and, and other HVAC work. Okay. Normally, okay. I'm an electrician. I started as a, I, I did a, a apprentice, apprenticeship as an electrician. Okay. Now I'm a um, heating technician. And for those that don't know Bruno, he is very popular on Instagram under the name Nample. Nample. What, what does that mean? Yeah. Nample. Um, it's uh, difficult because Nample, there's no, no special um, meaning on the name. Okay. Okay. It's only. Um, uh, there was only it was in 2012. I didn't I didn't know there will there will be something that big. There's no meaning in no language. Yeah. Okay. So you you had mentioned also that uh, you were a little bit leery about coming on the show because of your your English, which I think is fine. Yeah. But um, you had said that you learn English through Instagram and ACDC's Highway to Hell. <laughs> that- Yes, so. yes. I learned English through Instagram, through podcasts, listening podcasts uh, since 2015, 2016, yeah. and yeah. trying to um, to listen better to music, to learn what they speak, how they speak. And yeah. one of my first uh, podcasts I, I I used to hear was uh, uh, Mike, uh, E-Track Reefer guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I started always with him, and he he didn't speak. He there was not always the best quality. So I had to to listen a few times to understand everything. John, yeah. you should have asked him to sing some Guns and Roses. Oh yeah, <laughs> Guns and Roses. Uh, well, I'm okay. curious, you know, in your 31 years working in the industry, what are some of the biggest changes that you've seen in the HVAC industry there in in Germany? Well, there was a change from normal gas boiler to condensing gas boiler in over the last years. There was a, f- a few uh, kind of refrigerant on the HVAC side from R12 to R22 to now propane inside the, uh, the heat pumps. Um, yeah, everything, the pumps are now, um, uh, yeah, how should I say, they are, they are smarter. I can uh, I can watch them, what they, how, how much... Uh, the power they need, I can, uh, yeah. It's, everything is smarter now. 
and everything um, yeah it's much better always better there's always this view that uh, the Europeans are 10 years more advanced than the US and you know you you've been over to like AHR shows right yes i was 2020 in uh, orlando yeah so when you come over here what are you seeing that's different from what you're what you're installing and what you're seeing over there it, i mean is it the biggest thing the codes are different is it the technology? I mean, why are we kind of lagging behind, uh, you know, German technology, let's say? Uh, I'm not sure if it's behind or it's not behind. We started um, end of the, or the middle of the 90s uh, with press tools, with pressing, with the Vega mm -hmm. press. And with uh, we started 10 years ago with ProPress, uh, where uh, half of the world was still soldering. Yeah. And, um, yeah, end of the 90s, the... Press tool was the only uh, the most used tool we had on the job site, and um, we started also with multi-layer composite pipes. I think 10, 50 years ago, uh, away from only copper or carbon steel or stainless steel pipes. And um, yeah, I'm not sure if it's uh, uh, what will what will be the next step. If mm -hmm. copper is too expensive in Germany, so copper is mostly only on uh, gas pipes. We use, we use it only for gas. On the other uh, pipes, is mostly carbon steel or stainless steel or uh, the multi-layer composite pipes. And um, black iron pipes are absolutely out in Germany. We don't do that that much. What about um, you know things that are facing contractors here in the U.S. is like inflation, Gas prices, we, we you know we complain when gas prices go over like four dollars a gallon. You're paying, I gotta believe it's like eight dollars a liter. Or yeah, what, yeah. What? no, no, it's 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 a two three dollars a liter. We pay. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. It's, so yeah. you guys are used to the high fuel prices, I'm sure. Yes, yes, yes. But um, what are th what are things concerning you as a contractor uh, in in Germany? The, the the biggest things are the, the the boilers or the heat pumps are not available. We have problems to get them. Now everybody wants to go away from gas and everybody wants to change over to a heat pump or mm -hmm. to wood boiler, pellet boiler, mm -hmm. and the industry isn't isn't there to get them out or to produce them. So maybe there are one hundred thousand on the market, but the market needs three four hundred thousand, and there is nothing. So if if we are try to get to the today a heat pump uh they say the delivery time is next year march april so we have problems to to get um to get the products to install them and um yeah nobody knows what will be with the gas pipes nobody knows what will be with the oil because uh, we have also outside uh, the bigger cities is oil uh, very often in uh domestic boilers we don't get the we get the don't get the pumps. Um, we have also problems to get the wheel pumps, Grundfos pumps, taco mm. pumps, everything. So supply chain is a, a big yeah. deal over it's there. A big deal, yeah. Here's a dumb question. You ready for the dumb question of the day, Tim? I, I was probably going to ask it, but I'll let it. <laughs> no. I was just curious uh, because of your proximity to the war in Ukraine. Does that affect anything over there with you guys? Um, yeah, sure. I think everybody's, um, the Ukraine is not far away from Germany and, uh, yeah. there are around, I think it's 800, over 800, uh, refugees from, uh, from the war in Germany. 
Um, mm. So we are always affected with, with everything from the Ukraine. Um, there are yeah. also in the Ukraine all companies like Fisman, they manufacture yeah. also in the Ukraine. So we need uh, parts, uh, uh, spare parts, and they are not available. And also wood pellets comes partially from the Ukraine and they are not available and they're getting more and more expensive every day. And um, yeah, we're affected uh, every day. Okay. Also with the news and the television and everything. Bruno, you mentioned you've come over here for AHR Expo. We've been lucky enough to travel over to Germany for Ish, and we're actually planning to attend next March. Ish is something that I'm sure you've gone to many, many times. Yes, I visited Ish since 19, uh, 1993. was my first wow. Ish uh, I was uh, in in Frankfurt, also in Frankfurt at the time, and I was every two years I visit the Isch. And, uh, we had uh, the year between the Isch was also a fair in Stuttgart or in Nuremberg, where I've been. So I've always been interested over the years uh, what's happening or where everything goes or what will be the next uh, type of boiler or what we're installing. The company that you work for, do they? Uh, involve you with a lot of training and educational opportunities with the manufacturers? Yes, yes, yes. We don't have that much manufacturer. We have Daikin and uh, for heat pumps and for air conditioner and for, for chiller or something like that. We have Fisman. We have a few other smaller brands for when it should be cheaper. And um, we have uh, training, um, yes, every every two, three months is somewhere training for a foreign manufacturer or something. Is your company focused on commercial or residential or a mixture? More, more um, industrial and commercial. Also residential, yes. yes. Uh, I just wanted to go back to the Instagram portion yes. or the social media. Um, you had mentioned that you've, you've had an Instagram account or been on Instagram since uh, like early 2000s. Is that right? No, 2012. It, 2012, okay. Uh, 2011 there was uh, a start to, a start of Instagram worldwide mm -hmm. and I'm there since uh, end of 2011 2012 was uh, with uh, with this name with Nambel. I'm yeah. there since 2012 on your iPhone too you said yes yes and there was no place to storage <laughs> the pictures so I was uh, looking for something uh, where I can uh, upload them for free and Instagram was there and um, that's how it started. So I, I, I really mean it, you know, for those that are listening, go visit Nample, at Nample on uh, Instagram. He does great stuff. He's he's a video, what do you, what would you call it, digital creator. Yeah, I'm sure. And, and yeah. you show uh, tools in action. You show different methods of doing things. It's very informative. I'm always curious, when a, when a manufacturer approaches you about, hey, can you post a picture or something of our product? How do you balance that line of like, hey, they're giving me free stuff. Let's say they give you a free tool. Um, and how do you be truthful about it? You know what I mean? In Germany, it's very difficult with uh, manufacturers. So if they want to give me a free tool, I have to pay tax, uh, taxes for it. Oh. And um, that's why I don't uh, don't uh, get or don't use. or I don't use to get uh, free tools because every time I get a free tool, I have to pay tax, taxes for them. Oh. And um I don't, most of the time, I don't need the tools. So 
I'm, a, I'm my Instagram is as a private person, not as a company. Uh-huh. And um, my wife will uh, I'm not throw me out of the house if I get all the tools at home. <laughs> so I'm uh, working in a company with 80 work bodies, 80 work bodies. We are around over 80 persons. And I'm um, I'm there also to to try to get the best tools on the job site out and to help them to work safe and to work uh, easier and better. And so I try to get the tools for the company. Mm-hmm. And uh, when the tools are there, they are company's tools. I show them. I show them on the job site. I take pictures and video of them. And um, that's why I, work. I don't have all the tools at home. Many people think that my home is, I have only tools uh, uh, in the garage or something. No, no. Yeah. That's okay. The, that's not the case. John, you know what's going on in Germany right now, don't you? Oktoberfest? Oktoberfest. Yes, yes. Oktoberfest in Munich. What about Schützenfest? When is that? Uh, Schützenfest is, uh, uh, is, uh, is uh, I think it's a uh, complete year. Depends uh, which Schützenverein it is. Depends Isn't that like a bird shooting thing or what? what is that? Yeah, it's a, it's a, there's a uh, yeah, community of yeah, shoot, Schützenverein, yeah. Yeah. It's, we were over there probably in uh, probably summertime, and they had a little Schützen festival where where we were. I don't know if it was Hanover or somewhere, or maybe it was down south by Karlsruhe. Yeah. But um, anyway, I digress. Yeah, Oktoberfest. We have is that fest? We have Fisher Fest. We have every fest. There, there are no festes now. This year it, uh, our only fest because we we didn't have any fest two years. There was Corona time, so now yeah. everyone is out. So is Oktoberfest, I mean, do you partake in that? Is it a big no, thing no, for you? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> I was uh, in Stuttgart. That's the smaller part, a smaller Oktoberfest season. Uh, if you say it's, uh, it's uh, beautiful than uh, the Munich Oktoberfest, yes. I was yeah. there a few times. But not John, have you been to Wurstfest down in uh, New Braunfels, Texas? No. No, That's I a haven't. good time too. That's a uh, Verst Fest in New Braunfels. It's a good time. You should go down there sometime. Bruno, what do you what do you like to do in your your spare time? You said you have a wife and kids. What what do you like to do with your time that you have to yourself? Well, uh, normally I was a so kind of workaholic. Um, I work. I'm not sure. Uh, Fifteen hours a day. I was always yeah. working every day, working. And um, this year I got uh, health problems. Uh, so serious health problems. So um, I couldn't uh, go to the IHR in Orlando, in uh, Las Vegas. I was seven months at home. And uh, yeah, to, to become a distance to the work, I have now uh, yeah, a dog. So I'm out with the dog now. And when I'm out with the dog, I'm don't thinking about work or about Instagram or something like oh, that. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's for me really a good time. And... Um, Good also, time to decompress. Yeah, decompress and forget about, about you know, everything, every, everyday yeah. stuff, right? Well, I hope you're feeling better. Are you feeling better? Um, yeah, it's, it's not perfect. It's not good, but it's better. Yes, yes. Okay. I was seven months at home, and now everything um, starts again. So I hope um, I get back to ninety percent, not two hundred, but uh, it's getting better and better. And how about through COVID? Did you did you get COVID or did yes, your family yes, get COVID? Yes, two times. Two times. Yes, yes. Oh boy. One, okay. Years ago and one year ago, or this mm. year in December, January. 
Now, Bruno, do you work from home or do you go into the office every day? I go into the office and on the job side out. Yes, every day. I'm uh, I'm around two, three hours in the office and five, six hours on the job side, um, helping out, trying to uh, to coordinate everything. So the, the boys have the materials and everything on the job side. The tools are working. The measurement tools are working. Everything is working. And... Um, that's uh, the, uh, the biggest part of what I'm doing is uh, trying to, to keep the work uh, on the job side running. How many employees do you have in your company? I, it's not my company. I'm uh, also an employee, simple employee. Um, we're around um, 80 people. That's pretty big. Yeah, That's pretty good pretty size. Big. It's pretty big, yeah. So you know what the beauty of this podcast, and you know, we can see Bruno on the video we don't record the video part of it but um you know sometimes we get on podcasts with people two states away and they have trouble logging on or they you know they the internet connection stinks and you're halfway around the world and we get to see you we get to talk to you everything is is you know it's amazing it's working fine and you look good and um you know you're a little hesitant about coming on because of your english but man you you killed it you you did great. You have a you know you, you did excellent, and uh, we really you know we really appreciate you jumping on. I know there's more we could be talking about, but um, we just asked you to come on for about 15 minutes. So thank you so much for jumping on. Can we you know maybe down the road call you again? Yes, yes, sure. Thank you very much for having me. Okay. Great pleasure for me to yeah. be in your podcast. Thank you. Well, thank you, Tim. Any last thoughts? No, it's been fun talking to somebody from. Uh, my old stomping grounds when I was in the army, we've talked about this. I lived outside Carlsruhe. Yeah, where outside Carlsruhe? Right outside. Yeah, right. You know where the army, I don't know if the army barracks are still there, but yeah, it was about 10 minutes outside of Carlsruhe. Um, and we used to, uh, do a lot of training there. So it's, uh, it's a beautiful area right on the, uh, French border. So. Yeah. Because the Canadians have also been in Hugelsheim here four or five miles away. Yep. Yeah. And the French are also been in Rastatt here. And in Heidelberg was also U.S. Army. Yep. That's where I was. It's gorgeous I'm, area. Beautiful yeah. area. All of, southern, all of southern Bavaria is a really beautiful place. Thank you very much. All right, Bruno. Well, thanks again for your time. And uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you down the road. But I hope you're feeling better and you get back on the mend. And, um, again, thanks for jumping on. Thank you for having me and I hope to see you next year in Frankfurt.